Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Hey Jade. Hey Carly. And hey guys. Yeah, people are listening to us. It's not just a phone call that, <laughs> that we do every it day. It is kind of. I mean, when people listen in, it is definitely our girl chat. It is like a inside look into our juicy, not so juicy phone calls. <laughs> Our, our I mean, rants. you have some juicy news this week, Jade. I did. I did. I can finally talk about it. I am pregnant with yes. our third baby. Ah! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that's really How are you exciting. doing? How are you feeling? What's a, give us the update. Oh, my gosh. So I think by the time this comes out, I'll be 14 weeks. So I'm like 13 oh and a half gosh. right now. But I've been feeling I'm... It's like that second trimester is just, you know, I'm like just getting into it and I'm finally feeling mm-hmm. some relief. I'm still, oh, I know, I'm still sick, but it's not like, I mean, not even near what it was. I was so, 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 so nauseous and vomiting and the fatigue and the brain fog. It's so rough. Oh, yeah. Then we're confined in our homes. And right. I'm taking care of two kids and a husband who feels lost. So it, it's just been so much. But Brooks is finally sleeping through the night. So bless his heart. Like, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Brooks. Gosh, but at least great I've, been able, I've been able to go to bed when the kids go to bed. And yes. I've been able to get sleep, which has been huge because my nausea for like morning sickness, I hate that term. But my nausea gets worse at night. Mm-hmm. So five o'clock hits. I feel like it always has. It, yeah, it always has. At five o'clock hits and I like, if I'm not like starting to like just eat something quick and prepare myself for bed for, and I was going to bed at like seven, I'm throwing everything up. It's just. That's so sad. All of the moments that like we've been on a trip or something and you've been pregnant and then we go out to dinner and then <laughs> we go to our hotel rooms and you're like, I just threw up dinner. That has happened so many times. So many times. So do you have any feelings about like gender? Like, does it feel the way a certain pregnancy felt? It's so hard because I feel like Brooks and Emmy's pregnancies were very different for me, but they were very different for other reasons, too. I feel like a lot of it was with Emmy's. I didn't know what I was getting into. Right. I had never right. had experienced a full pregnancy. So I was just going with the flow and just welcoming every new change. And then when I was pregnant with Brooks, I was comparing everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. So Mm -hmm. this third one, I can try to compare it, but it's it's also like kind of been different, too. So I really don't have a hunch on how I if how I'm feeling for the the sex of the baby. But I don't know. I don't know. Are you guys going to find out? Yeah. Are you going to be surprised? You're going to find out. No. So at first I thought this baby was totally a girl. And then at our first ultrasound, I was like, I don't know, maybe it's a boy. And I just had this confused mixed feelings after that. And Tanner said he did too. He's like, I don't have a read on this one. Wow. Interesting. I know. And so then we were talking about maybe waiting to make it a surprise, right? Tanner wants to this time, but honestly- (gasps) With he wants to wait, which is funny because he was so adamant. Like till it comes out, till the baby comes out. Yeah, till the birth. To oh wait my to gosh. Find out. Oh my gosh. Which I think would be beautiful. So many people on Instagram, I asked him. I was like, "Do you think we should wait to find out the sex of the baby at birth, or should we find out?" And it was like sixty forty. Like sixty percent said 
find out still. 40% said wait. Wow, that's so close. Yeah, it's really close. That's shocking. And I got, I got so many messages from women saying, it was the most beautiful moment of my life when the baby came out. My husband shouted out the baby's gender. And I'm like, that sounds great for you. <laughs> but like with how traumatic or just how out of control my birth felt with Brooks, Right. I don't want that stress of thinking about the sex of the baby while I'm pushing it out. Like it sounds more stressful to me. And my whole goal this oh, pregnancy, my whole goal this pregnancy is just to have a stress-free pregnancy. And mm -hmm. I don't want to think about it. I want to plan. I want to know if it's Ooh, a boy yeah. or a girl. So I can just feel like I can bond with the baby in that way. And I feel like I can get the nursery set up this time for the baby right. and have clothes that I need and just feel really connected. Right. So I don't think I can wait. But Tanner wants to. Well, then just don't let him go in the room that the nursery is. <laughs> <laughs> you just set it up and then the baby comes out and you're like, yay, well, the room's already set up. Don't let him see my Amazon Prime deliveries. Yes. Do not look at Amazon Prime, Tanner. <laughs> don't you look at the paint color that I'm having. Yeah. Gosh, you have people over to like paint the room. They're all walking out with like blue paint all over them. Just, they're just tricking you. <laughs> they're painting pink. Well, with this baby too. So we have a room for Brooks and a room for Emmy. And then we have a guest room. And then we have a room that was supposed to be a bedroom that we turned into our office. So oh, right. either we lose the office or we lose the guest room. So I think what oh, we're going to do is kind of make the guest room a nursery slash guest room. So it'll oh, still okay. have it'll still have like a full size bed in there and then we'll put a crib. So otherwise, like we can't when family comes into town, we're not going to have a place for them to stay. That's what we did with Bella's room. Yeah. Like we still had that bed in there and then just the the crib in there, too. Also, then, like the baby sleeps with you for so long anyway. Like Right. Well, and if we had guests over, like, yeah, obviously the baby would be in the bassinet in our room anyways until a certain right. point. And then if we had my parents, if my mom came into town, I or Tanner and I would just go sleep in the guest room and my mom would probably sleep in our room. Because I'm gotcha. not going to be like, here, have, sleep sleep next to my child who wakes up every three hours. <laughs> or that, that would be nice though, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I wouldn't stop her, but I would also feel really bad because I know <laughs> I know how that feels. Oh, yes. That's very exhausting. <laughs> well, congratulations. I'm so excited because I feel like I've known this for so long and like we can now finally talk about it. I mean, we've been talking about it, but I mean like oh, yeah. now I could be like, oh, yes, she is pregnant. We did an interview with Entertainment Tonight with Lauren Zima. And uh -huh. she was like, who is the first person out of Bachelor Nation that you told? I was like, Literally, the second I peed on the stick, I text Carly. Like, <laughs> I'm like, it just yeah, I mean, you were the you were the first person that I told about my pregnancy with Charlie. <laughs> just, how it, just how it goes. I'm sorry, Evan. I have to go outside for a second. Jade, oh my God, guess what? <laughs> it's like I know my secret's safe with you, and I know that you just relate to it all. So I'm like, I, oh, I need totally. to tell somebody. But it, I feel bad that I tell you before I tell my parents, but. You know what, though? Sometimes it's a weightier conversation when you tell, like, your parents. And they have, like, a you know? hundred questions. <laughs> yeah, they have a hundred questions, and they they do have, like, sense of judgment sometimes that, like, your best friend doesn't have. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of have felt that with this pregnancy because I was kind of nervous to tell family and friends and even the public a little bit because this was an unplanned pregnancy. It was totally, quote, unquote, an accident. 
I kind of felt like that. I'm like, are people going to judge me or like, you know, are my parents going to look at me like, geez, Jade again, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, listen, I like to go in the boom boom room. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both of my kids were, I mean, I was obviously pregnant at my wedding and didn't know. And then Charlie was quote unquote accident. But, you know, like that just means that your kid was supposed to come into the world and you weren't planning it. Your kid was planning it. I like that. I'm kind of like, ooh, okay. You just want to be me to be your mom so bad. <laughs> you couldn't wait another second. You couldn't wait. You just had to hop on the mommy train, daddy train, whatever, sperm egg, you know. Yeah, no, that's I am, so exciting. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm really excited. And I do look at this pregnancy as obviously an amazing gift. And I'm so grateful and I'm really excited. And I do feel like our babies choose us. And for some reason, I was meant to have another baby. So I'm really excited about bringing another little sweet nugget into our family. I know a lot in our Facebook group, people are talking about being pregnant during this time. Like, have you felt any fear towards that? Or have you felt, you know, more calm because you kind of are safe at home? I got pregnant in February. So I can trace it back to I think I know the exact like conception date. And according to like the sonogram, it like lines up perfectly which was two days after Valentine's Day. So it's kind of a Valentine's Day baby. Yeah. So I got pregnant like right before stuff started happening, you know, and then mm -hmm. I found out maybe like two weeks into when California started their stay at home orders. I don't feel like I have had the anxiety that it probably a lot of women had in the beginning when they were like, your partner can't even be in the hospital with you. You have to birth alone and like things like that that we're totally unprepared for. Like that wasn't a part of my plan. Like my plan was to have my husband by my or my partner by my side. So I haven't had those quite yet, but because I don't know what it's going to be like in November. But I did avoid going to the doctor right away because I was just thinking, okay, I'm going to wait this out. This is going to like we're going to get through this. It's going to get over soon. And then I can go and I can have a normal doctor's appointment. But that wasn't the case. So I actually didn't go to the doctor until I was 12 weeks pregnant because I was like, okay, mm. nothing's changing here in California. So I just I have right. to literally go see if my baby's okay. And then right. I then I did the appointment. But I'm doing my I'm doing the doctor who has midwives underneath him again. Same birth center. Gotcha. So hopefully I make it you to make the birth. It this time. I make it to the birth center this time. <laughs> You will. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. He told me, uh, my doctor's amazing, by the way. His name is Dr. James. And Tanner and I are both equally obsessed with him. He's just great. And he makes you feel so comfortable. But he was, I told him, he was like, do you have any fears this time around? And I was like, I just feel like the baby's going to come fast again. He's like, it will. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> It's so funny. I was talking about male versus female doctors the other day, and I was like, my gynecologist was male, and someone was like, you're crazy. And I was like, I really loved it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It didn't feel awkward or anything at all. It felt fine. Yeah. He felt like my grandpa or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just a nice old man. He wasn't that old. He'd be so sad if he knew I called him old. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you trust him. Like, you trusted totally. him. And I feel like when yeah. that relationship is there, it makes everything so much easier. Right. Well, I'm so excited. When it when is your actual due date? November twenty second. Oh my god. So I probably So your baby will probably come on Charlie's birthday on like the twelfth. 
Yeah. So Charlie's birthday is the 12th and Jared Haben's birthday is November 15th. So funny. What if we have our baby on Jared's birthday? Oh my gosh. That'd be so funny. And then November's 22nd is also for Tanner, the day that the Chiefs play in Vegas and he wanted to go to that game so bad. Oh, he's not going to that game. I know. I'm like, sorry, I hate to break it to you, Tanner. It's not happening. (laughs) Oh, man. There'll be other games. He's like, the one day. The one day. I'm like, you did this to me. So. You. (laughs) Why? I know. Yes. It took your sperm to get me pregnant. I couldn't have done it myself. Gosh. These guys. (laughs) I know it takes two to tango, but when he, like, tries to, like, say stuff like that, I'm like, no, this is all on you. (laughs) You guys, our guest today is mom of two, Andrea Leventhal. She's the style and beauty director at People.com. We're going to give some awesome quarantine beauty tips. So let's take a quick break and we'll get Andrea from our virtual green room. So how are you, how are you surviving in quarantine with your two littles and working? Like, how are you doing any of this? The first five weeks were really rough because we left New York pretty much right away. We left our apartment and um, I relocated with our two kids to my parents' house in New Jersey while Mm. my, I call him my husband because it's too weird at our age with two kids to say boyfriend, but we're not technically married. But I'll just say my husband. And if I say partner, it sounds like we're lesbians. So (laughs) my husband, Justin, he, his boss does not really believe in work from home. So he still had to go to work in Connecticut. He commutes. So it was a shit show, to be honest. And my Mm. mom was fantastic trying to help me as much as she could. But she's 70 something. She, you know, with a toddler and a baby and I'm trying to work. So that was five weeks of, um, you know, family time. And then we just relocated a month ago to uh, the Jersey Shore where oh, I was nice. reunited with my nanny, who is my partner in love and life. <laughs> yes. And um, Justin is still going into work, but he's here on the weekend. So during the week, it's me, my nanny, my kids, and I work like 830 to 630 in my be- in my parents' bedroom here. And she's with the kids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. I never in a million years would think like this would be life. Oh, yeah. Um, But it is. And some days are okay. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can do this. And other days, I just want to cry and drink a lot. It's like everything. Oh, yeah. It's really everything. I, I definitely, it's a hard wait for that five o'clock. Actually, I, who am I kidding? It's like, what, one thirty here? And I just poured myself a glass <laughs> yeah. of wine. So. Yeah. <laughs> Try being pregnant during quarantine. Like, I can't like, do anything. I know. There. I feel yes, for you. I can't. I feel for you. You guys, the way oh, I get God. away and like decompress I, I is a shower. Like that's how boring my life is over here. I can't even have a glass of wine. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. it's 6 gosh. p.m. I'm going to go take a shower now. <laughs> it's so funny that you say that because I just wrote a caption on a page in, that's going in the issue this week. We did a page on body washes. It's like dire straits when you're doing a page on body wash. But um, and my caption was all about how the shower, if you're a mom right now, the shower is your like literal everything. Oh, yeah. It's your 10 minutes of alone oh, yeah. time. And even then, you will find a small person busting in at some mm-hmm. point. Oh, I know. I have to take baths at night with Bella because it's the only time I can t- do anything. And that's, of course. Like, fine. I'll just take a bath with you. I don't care. <laughs> and you're like, you know, this is kind of nice. This is like a nice mom, child, beautiful moment until your child's like, mommy, why does your front tushy have hair and mine doesn't? <laughs> 
Oh, I know. And I'm like, I know. I or it like tries to grab your nipples. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, mommy, I want to wash you. I'm like, ouch, no, yeah. is this appropriate? <laughs> I know. It's so weird. It's really strange. It's so weird. It's dark times. It's dark times. <laughs> okay. So as a style and beauty director at People, what is your daily from your 8.30 to 6.30 at night? What are you what are you doing? <laughs> Such a good question. Like, do you oversee every, like, yeah. what do you do? So, I'm so fascinated because this just sounds so exciting. It is, to me. It, there's days when it's exciting and there's days when I'm like, I could have be like an accountant in an office in Ohio. There's like no difference. It's, you know, but on a day like now in quarantine, what's it like? I, you know, sit in my favorite Target sweats, which people are always disappointed, especially around here now, like the other moms when I meet them and I say, oh, I work at People and they say, what do you do? And I kind of mumble like, I'm the style director because I know they're like looking at me like this, this is People Magazine (laughs) style and beauty director. Like she's wearing, (laughs) I I know those Target sweats. Like I just saw them on the site too. Like I buy my clothes the same place I buy my kids cereal. I'm not, you know, there's no shame in that. And I have roots and my skin's breaking out. And yet this is what I write about. But in a way, it makes me more qualified for the job because I live it you know, for real people. But we have our meetings, some are videos, some are not. So I always find out beforehand because that obviously changes things a lot, mostly if I'm going to shower or or not. And we do a lot of Zoom calls like all day. And then I'm on the phone Mm. with like people I'm interviewing experts and whatnot. And a lot of the beauty brands are still doing what they call desk sides. So desk sides are like industry speak for when the brand comes to your office with a few people and shows you their new products. So they're doing them via Ah. Zoom. And oh, it's not that fun. You know, like it's kind of lame. Everybody's in their little square looking like so depressed. This is the texture of this new face. Yeah. And they like it smells like cucumbers. You can't smell it or touch it. And they're like, you know, we tried to send you guys samples, but due to COVID, we had shipping delays or some people got it. And then like some brands are like being awesome and to entice you to do the Zoom happy hour. They give everybody like codes to order wine locally sweet and I, i'm mm, like i appreciate nice. i see what you're doing nice. i appreciate it and i will join your zoom and learn about your shampoo <laughs> Who are my people <laughs> but it's yeah and then like the magazine's closed and we close on mondays so monday nights are like the late nights so fridays and mondays god forbid kim kardashian trims her bangs on a sunday we cover <laughs> that is breaking news to me and my team so some poor girl She's not at brunch now, but used to be like, I'd say somebody's at brunch. Their brunch just got ruined. Now it's like you're on a bike ride or on a walk or at the grocery store and you got to get to a computer and write about her bags. <laughs> That's like our world. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. Yeah. It's a weird job. I haven't resorted to cutting my hair yet. I cut quarantine. my husband's hair and my son's hair, but <gasps> I won't do mine. I'm like, mine's safe. Oh my sacred. gosh, good for you. My husband won't let me touch his hair. It's so annoying. Um, it's like so long. Yeah, he was like upset because he's still going into the office and he's like, I look really terrible. So I pretended I knew what I was doing. I was like, I've written enough articles about this. I could certainly just like, you know what? Those who write cannot necessarily do. He's never seen the back is all I'm going to say. <laughs> he has no idea. But that's okay. He doesn't need to see it. That's why we don't have eyes on the back of our heads. And my son had this like cool shaggy long hair. People were always like, oh, I love his hair. But it's like heavy and it was in his eyes. So 
what started as like a small trim and then we thought we'd use the new clippers we got we totally he looks like an 80s rock singer i don't know what we did to him Ooh, that's really cool it's we're leaning into cool that's yeah that's how we're branding <laughs> it we're like it's it's badass okay i have a style beauty question directed more at mom life oh yeah what are your top five must-haves for moms during quarantine Ooh, so <laughs> Because we were just saying that the shower is like our only alone time these days, I would say that having a, this sounds so lame, but really having a body wash that makes you feel a little luxurious, like those 10 minutes or maybe 12 minutes. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I try Mm -hmm. and find like a really nice smelling, creamy, lathering body wash and I close my eyes and I'm like, yeah, I'm somewhere special. (laughs) I'm oh, like, yeah. I pretend I'm somewhere else all the time. I really re- use like the scent of products to like trick my brain for a minute into being happier or feeling like a memory because there's all this research that your olfactory, which is your nose, is linked to your limbic system, which is your emotions. And I know all this because I used to mm. be a be- I used to write beauty for Cosmo and we did so many articles on how to turn him on with your fragrance, how to make him Ooh. drool with your perfume, like cheesy, cheesy stuff. But all of the science was there. And basically it was you can evoke a certain emotion based on a scent. So if you use a perfume mm. right when you guys are dating, he's going to smell it and remember those like days. Oh. I know. Oh, you can really so manipulate men like crazy. <laughs> it's amazing how you can do it. So I use scent. Really, it, it puts me in a better mood. I try and use face serums that have like a nice spa, like that essential oily scent, yeah. you know? But I think it's so true. in quarantine, so like having something, whether it's a body wash or a body lotion or something that has a scent that makes you feel happy is really important. I don't wear makeup right now unless I absolutely have to. So I feel like skincare has become super important. Mm. That said, I br- I'm breaking out like a teenager. And I asked one of the derms that I was interviewing for a story, like, why am I breaking out? Why are all my friends complaining? And he said, stress, lack of sleep, shitty diet, and honestly, increased alcohol. But he's like, I'm not going to tell you, you know, stop doing everything that makes you feel better. So he's like, just, you know, tell me what zit cream to use and... I'm big fan of pimple patches. Are you guys in the pimple patch world? I don't get very many pimples. Oh, you're so lucky. It, are those, I, I don't are know they like why. little stickers don't. that you put on your face? Yes. Yeah. They actually really work. They keep you not from picking at your face. And they're also like that gross satisfying where they like suck out all the gunk. And then in the morning, it's like Christmas Ooh. and you can't wait to see what's in it. It's gross. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel that. So to me, that's been like a quarantine essential because I, out of anxiety, will like pick at my skin if it's oh, like yeah. there's mm-hmm. something there to pick. So those have been like kind of crucial to my to my quarantine beauty. Um, this is not sexy, but it's true. SPF sucks. I know. No one wants to hear oh. SPF. But even if you're sitting inside? Well, here's the thing. Now there's all this research research coming out that you know, sitting in front of a blue light of your computer screen all day, that's going to like kill our skin and age Stop. us. I know as if things like thing? weren't bad enough. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't so all these know. Oh my God, that's terrible news. Honestly, it's like how much more can we take in a pandemic, right? They're bringing back bike shorts. Okay. 
Oh, I know. As if things I, honestly, bad I just enough. bought some Me from Spanx. Too. It's sad. Me too. I bought the Spanx <laughs> ones. So I I did too. I bought the black ones and the leopard print. I am such a hypocrite because of course I take to Instagram all outraged and I'm like, it's a pandemic. How can we do this to ourselves? Bike shorts. This is so triggering. And then I was like, I kind of need a pair of bike shorts. And they're all sold out. I mean, they were on sale. I could not find. So Spanx, thank God for Spanx coming through with like a pair with yeah, a nice really high did. waist. So yeah. I mean, who like between tie-dye sweatsuits and Spank bike shorts. Oh, I'm a little bit older than you guys, but like I'm reliving the 90s, my childhood all oh, yeah. over again. The maternity it's wear so reminds me of what my mom, like old pictures of my mom being pregnant because it's bike shorts and like long, big baggy shirts now. I'm like, that's what my mom my wore. Friend, my friend was like, what are you going <laughs> to wear on top with your bike shorts? And I, I was like, I'm going to pull the shirt to one side and I'm going to clip the access with a really cool clip. And she was like, are you joking? And I said, maybe, I don't know. It's what I did when I was seven. It seems to be hot now. Like, why those wouldn't I? clips for your shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about those. Um, so other <sighs> things I've been relying on. So SBF, I'm sorry. It's like we're taking walks. We're outside. Everybody loves the feeling of the sunshine. But we're all going to look like a leather couch if we don't wear our sunscreen yeah. or a hat. And put it on your hands, the tops of your hands and your chest. Those areas age oh. the fastest because the, the skin is the thinnest. I know, sexy stuff. And sexy. root touch-up, any kind of root touch-up, whether it's an at-home oh. dye or a spray or a powder, I feel like everybody is really getting in on those because they help you feel less like haggard looking. Do you have a brand you like? Well, to dye your hair at home, the Clara root touch-up kit, I used it on my mom. It was so easy. Her hair looked really nice. And then she was so sad when I was moving out. She's like, who's going to dye my hair? She said, my dad did it oh, for her yeah. and it came out great. That's awesome. I do what you will with that. And then the powder, I like Color Wow. Rita Hazan has a great spray. Like there's so many out there. Now, I think they're just selling out though. They're like the bike shorts of the hair world. That's so fun. I just bought, this is so funny. I just bought a Color Wow spray that's supposed to make your hair look like way better. I wouldn't say it looks way better, but is I would the say dream it looks coat? a little shinier. Is it the dream coat? I think, yes. Yeah, that's like their, their marquee product. Uh, you spray it on yeah, and then you blow, I was, you blow dry. Facebook is getting me with these Facebook ads now. Like I'm like, ooh, look at that. I need it. Ooh, look at that. I need it. Color Wow got me. Well, what's funny is like at the beginning of all this, I was like, I'm not shopping. That's like one easy thing to like just let go. I'm not going to stores. I don't need mm -hmm. anything. And the economy just tanked. Our salaries got reduced. It's a very mm. shitty thing, but it's real. And a lot of people experienced it, including me. So I was like, don't shop. That's one easy place that you... And then it started like creeping into my Facebook and my Instagram, all of these I crazy know. sales. And I was like, I need this. I need this right now. I need a tropical print jumpsuit because you never know. <laughs> And that price know. is just so good. And like, I want the... I mean, you're on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. You're in the tropics like there, more so than I am right now. I can national. see water over my neighbor's yard and across the way. So <laughs> that sounds really What nice. if someone invites me to a pool party in 18 weeks? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've been learning a lot of like fashion stuff from like the suburban moms. They're really schooling me. They taught me about these sunglasses called blenders, which I never heard of. It's like the hot Jersey that? mom sunglasses. Exactly. What is that? I didn't know. So it's just these like polarized sunglasses. Mm -hmm. oh. Jersey moms, they really know what's up when it comes to um, Jersey style. <laughs> so yeah, it's That's been so it's funny. been eye opening. All I keep thinking about is like the show The Jersey Shore and I'm like, 
Would they wear that? Yeah. <laughs> it's it this is like a little bit more like Lululemon land than than like Oh, okay. Yeah, than like contempo okay. casual. That's so funny. Yeah. Okay, one of my questions is what is the best beauty advice you could give to moms who are like struggling maybe postpartum or you know it's been three years and they haven't lost the weight and they're trying to figure out how to dress again oh what is the best beauty advice you could give them beauty advice postpartum okay so first i would say don't freak out oh, freak out because it's normal but don't think it's ne- like it'll never get better when your hair falls out because that is one of the most upsetting and like unfair side effects of becoming a mom it's like to add insult to every possible injury, you have to lose your hair too. It's the worst. Ugh. The, I had dealt with hair loss on and off throughout my 30s, like from bad breakups or like stress or this and that and hormone. And it was horrible. So I had kind of like knew what it would be like and kind of like prepared myself. But if you've never dealt with it and the first time you shower and it feels like you just took out a clump of hair and you're going bald. It's Mm -hmm. very unnerving. And frankly, it can make you really depressed because for a lot of us, our hair is like a thing, right? It's like our best accessory or we make it a good accessory, even if it's not a best. And it's a shield and it it's just really sad when it just becomes like a your ponytail looks like a paintbrush. It's so thin. So I would say supplements, you know, there's tons of different supplements out there that I do believe they help if you stick with them. And also time, like it sucks, but time helps. The other thing is just chop it off. But the best thing I ever did after having my second child was my hair was, you know, really long from pregnancy, but it was starting to shed and thin. And instead of like mourning the long hair, I just chopped it off. And it was so fun mm. to just like get rid of that hair. And it also felt like I was like going into a new era. And yes, it's a little bit of like a cliche mom bob, but it's more like a cool mom lob, right? We can rebrand it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it felt like I was literally letting go of like schlumpy postpartum me and moving into like hot mom territory. Or at least that's Ooh, what I, I like told that. myself. Yes. You know, you put a cute beachy wave in it. You figure out how to use like a curling iron and you get yourself back out there. I feel like you're inspiring me because that's where I'm at right now. My hair is so long, but I I lost so much hair this second pregnancy. I had like the bald front spots, like how men get, like the male. Yes, where you get. Yes. Yes. And it's all like. You get almost like bangs. horrible. They're all like uh, two inches long right now. They stick out everywhere. I have no volume in my in my hair at all, but I can't get myself to cut it, but I feel like I'd feel so much better. Yeah, I think like just the hormonal fluctuations of pregnancy and especially if you do it multiple times in like a few years, like it's going to take a long time for your body to like balance out. And right. when you cut it, you instantly feel like it's thicker, it's shinier, it's healthier. It's like just a new situation to work with. And you don't, for some reason, it doesn't feel like it's falling out as much, even if it is. It was a struggle for me. Like every day I would shower, every time I would shower, 
And I would look at it and be like, is this enough? Like, can this just stop? Really? Like every single day, there's this much hair in my shower? Like, Yeah. I've spoken to friends who have gone as far as to shower with the lights off because it upset them so much. And I've had doctors because I've done tons of stories on this and spoken to derms like just for myself. And they say they have moms bring in Ziploc baggies of hair to show them how much. And they're like, as you, I know it feels crazy, but so your hair stops falling out while you're pregnant. There's like three, this is like as exciting as paint drying, but there's three phases of hair growth. And like (laughs) it stays in the growth phase when you're pregnant. That's why you have that like long, luscious or a lot of times, not everybody. But I felt like I was my peak hair hotness during pregnancy, like Rapunzel. Yeah. And then I remember posting on my Instagram a picture of a Yorkie with like soft, silky, shiny hair and a little bow. And I was like, (laughs) me during pregnancy. And then post-pregnancy was one of those bald dogs that Kate Hudson had and how to lose a guy in 10 days. So sad. Yeah. I was like, and then this is me now. Yeah. And I feel that. I strongly feel that. Yeah. So it's tough. It's like you're, you look crappy. You feel crappy. So just cut it off and like give yourself a break. Maybe I will do a quarantine haircut now. (laughs) You should. It'll be like. It's like liberating and terrifying all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like um, after you break up with a guy and you like go blonde. Never get bangs. Bangs will not help. Bangs will make you sadder. Though that signifies dark days. Like go lighter, brighter, and a little shorter, and you like won't be in bad shape. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's great. Advice. That's my life advice. Lighter, brighter, happier. <laughs> All comes from your hair. I know. And now my hair, I have so many grays now. And I'm like, oh, the day I get back in that salon to get my highlights again will be a nice day. I my if someone said to me right now, like, what's your biggest like fantasy? I would go straight for having the smell of bleach and the feeling of like the brush against my scalp. It wouldn't be sexual. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be going to a concert or even going to the beach or a vacation. It's literally bleach on my scalp right now would be my fantasy. And it's sad. It's like there's so many more important things, but when you think about it. We're in this pandemic. Everything feels really scary. You just don't want to look in the mirror and be like, and I look, I am reflective of the world right now. I am the state of the world. It would be nicer to look in the mirror and be like, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. <laughs> you know, no judgment during this time. Oh my gosh, all yeah. We're just trying to truck through this. It's such a hard thing because like Nashville, the hair salons on Monday are open at like half capacity or three-fourths capacity or something like that. And so, like, you can go get your hair done. And, like, there would be no judgment here because... It's open. We're allowed to. But then, you know, you you tell someone else, like, hey, it's allowed everywhere else and it's not allowed where you live, so you can't go do it. Like, I don't know. It's so hard. It's It's hard for me to watch social media because of that because nothing here is open still, like... Right. I think it's hard to watch social media in general right now. It's always been hard to be on social media as a woman and as a mom, right? Because no matter what, mm-hmm. there looks like there's a mom out there or all the moms out there are just doing it better, cuter, smarter, totally. happier than you. And we all know it's social media and we're all supposed to put our best selves out there and know that it's just our best selves. But still, it messes with your head. It makes you feel really bad. And yet we we can't stop, right? Like who who's going to take themselves off Instagram to make themselves happier? Certainly not me. Why would I right. do that? Now in quarantine, that's when it's really gotten divisive. Like, how are people still looking cute, yes. happy, right. well rested? Like, they love their children. That's when the real, like, my real inner monster comes out, and I become like mm-hmm. the meanest troll on the internet because I shouldn't follow people who make me upset. 
it's not their fault. It's mine. Right. But oh, I've started un- I've started muting people because I can't actually look anymore, but I don't want to be like I unfollowed you. Sure. But because things were making me so mad, I had to be like, I'm going to distance myself from that in like a safe but that's appropriate good. That's way good that you recognize that for yourself. that's how you yeah. do it the person yeah. who invented the mute button on instagram i'm just assuming was a mom and if she's not a mom it's a she <laughs> right because only a woman would understand the nuances of needing to mute and not unfollowing because of the delicate nature right. of female emotions but oh yeah i just like i have such a hard time now scrolling through and seeing all like the moms and their matching workout sets and like tie-dyeing with their kids in the backyard and i'm like where's the picture of you in your closet alone crying with a bottle (laughs) (laughs) that's me every night right it's hard (laughs) that's like currently me right now there was a moment during this time where i was not changing clothes even i was wearing like the same thing to bed waking up wearing it the same thing during the day and then like wearing it to bed and i just was like i can't put this on social media (laughs) i think the whole point is do what you can in those moments that you can. Like if you feel like waking up and you're like, today I want to take a really cute picture of myself because that might make me feel good. Right. Then like get ready and get dressed. And if for five days after that, if you just want to wear the same stupid thing, wear the same thing. And then if you want to sing the next day, then sing. If you don't sing for two weeks, you don't sing. Do whatever doesn't stress you and like can get you through this. Because we will get through this and we will get back to normal at some point. I think that was really inspiring. Yeah, I think that's a really good comment, Carly. Yeah, I'm like, Carly for president. <laughs> I keep say- thinking like the world hasn't stopped. People are still having babies. That's like the one thing like right. that seems very normal, even if three. Oh, my God. God bless you. <laughs> we're, we're crazy. We're gonna, I mean, you know what? Three is definitely the new two. It's like it's a thing, especially like where I am right now. Everybody has like a third. I'm going to say that to anyone who asks like, oh, you're having another. Well, three is the new two. I would have stopped at one. Like I, I didn't have a plan for how many or anything like that. But I have friends who because I was the last of all my friends to have kids. So for most of them and, you know, one or two are like, I'm going for three. Like I just am ready. I just want another one. And they love it. They're so happy. Yeah, I mean, we are excited. I am. Ex- I just love my children, and I'm excited to see just another child grow into their own. It's just the most beautiful thing. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's so nice. You're like much more positive about motherhood <laughs> than I am, but I appreciate it. <laughs> She's way more positive about it than but I no, am. But <laughs> no, you know what? It honestly, it does remind me to be like a little nicer about it sometimes because I'm always like, it's so oh, hard. Yeah. It's so hard. But it is so hard. I know. I mean. I think about that a lot as well. And and like when I'm complaining, I'm like, oh, gosh, so many people I would know. love to be in my position right I know. now. I you know. I'm very careful about that as well. But it's okay to validate your own feelings, though. Like this morning, I was trying to eat breakfast and I got interrupted 12 times. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to be like, <laughs> I never get to eat. It's it's okay to say that, too, though. Like, And it's always a shared fork. Like no matter what you're eating, oh, it yeah. becomes like the family food. You know, oh, yeah. all of a sudden my oh, son yeah. is dying for salad. He always only wants salad. I'm like, well, I I just wanted to eat this by myself without like anybody wanting any. Even the baby's looking at me and opening her mouth. I'm like, you too? It's so annoying. Bella started eating like Charlie's like Gerber baby food. And she's like, mommy, me. I'm like, you're sharing a spoon of like pears yes. with your brother and now eating his like, I don't know. It's so weird. I'm like, well, this is ridiculous. I know. Pandemic regression is a real thing. <laughs> my son was acting like a baby and I was like what's happening so I googled it and 
according to the internet, it's a real thing. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Well, all we can do is think positively and get through it. I know, I know. And in the meantime, thank God for the Real Housewives is on and, you know, we have things. And thank God for people like you who are telling us how to get through this with beauty and style. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I'm here for that too. (laughs) And and bike shorts. Well, we have to wrap up, but thank you so much for being with us. This was such a fun conversation. And I know so many people are going to love this. I don't even remember what I said, but I'm here anytime. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is all about girl chatting. So you did perfect. Well, thank you so much and good luck out there. Oh my God, you too. Feel good, Jade, and stay strong, Carly. Thank you so much. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. We love you. And please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All. Thank you, everyone who has gone to Apple Podcasts and given us a five-star rating. Please also review. It helps other moms find the show and we're climbing the charts. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks again. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. (laughs) 